Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. So if you and or your team are still taking phone calls and receiving vendor supporting documentation via email, you need to authenticate that you are talking or communicating with your vendor. Please visit deborahrrichardson.com slash authentication where you will find a workshop on how to build an authentication reference. This is the answer to the question, are you communicating with your vendor or with a fraudster? Learn more today at Deborah R. Richardson slash authentication. So keep all the fluff If all you want is a list of free and paid resources to validate your vendor banking, this podcast episode is for you. Keep listening. Welcome to episode 103, free and paid resources to validate vendor banking details. So I recognize it's been a while since I provided information on vendor banking validation. And this time I thought I would focus on consolidating the resources for validation of vendor bank details once you've authenticated the sender. And if you want more information on that, click the link for the authentication workshops I talked about earlier. Um, But once you've authenticated the sender and received the banking details, what paid and free resources are available to validate those. And included in the list will be a couple of additional resources that will help you validate not only domestic uh, vendor banking, but also international vendor banking, because we know those international banks don't always cooperate. So there are a couple other resources that you may not have seen in any other blog post or heard on any other podcast episodes that had lists of resources. So it'll be a couple of new ones. So let's go ahead and get started. So we're going to start with um, verifying vendor bank institution information. And we're starting here because this has the most free options. Um, Actually, all but one is free. So let's get started with the first one, and that is validating the U.S. routing number. And that U.S. routing number can be validated um, for free right on the Federal Reserve website, frbservices.org. And by the way, I'm going to include the blog post that's gonna have this entire transcript and also the links to all of the resources um, included in, uh, in the blog post. And so if you click the link in the show notes to the blog post, you'll get the link to all of the resources I talk about here. Um, and that, 
U.S. routing number, again, can be validated on the Federal Reserve or frbservices.org website. And keep it in mind that that routing number can be a wire routing number or an ACH routing number because some banks have different routing numbers based on how or what that payment method will be. And you want to confirm that it's for one or the other because vendors usually don't know that it can be a different number or it can be a different routing number if they want to get paid by wire versus ACH. So you do want to confirm this. It is free. I don't know of a bulk way to upload. So if you're doing a vendor master file cleanup, um, I only know of how to go on there and do it one by one. So if anybody's out there and you know um, how to do a bulk upload either by uploading a file or if your IT team has found a way to uh, connect to it like via API. Uh, I wasn't aware if they or I'm not aware if they have that but if you are we'd all like to know so leave that in the comments on whatever whatever platform you're listening to it on or just reach out to me at Deborah at DebraRichardson.com. All right, the next one, the second one um, is also free and it is validating the BIC and the SWIFT code. And these codes are for non-US banks that do not use IBAN. And you can confirm that the BIC code or SWIFT code that your vendor gave you is correct for the bank. Again, that is free and it's just on SWIFT.com. The next one is IBAN. And for the IBAN, those are for uh, countries where the IBAN is required. I believe it's the SEPA countries, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, but you do want to validate that format by country. Now, I also recommend that you verify with the vendor's bank by contacting the bank directly or requiring details on a branded ACH form, which is my preference, um, similar to what's included in um, the toolkit that I have on my, uh, on my site. And I'll have a link to that as well. Now the iBank uh, validating that can be a bit tricky since you can Google it and you'll get um, quite a few hits on validating the iBAN. The issue that I have with just getting some random tool off Google is the fact that um, I've seen in the past where they don't always update those Google tools depending on which ones you happen to click on. And I've seen where there have been two different results from the same iBAN being included and how do you know which one you need to use. And so that's why I recommend that you collect it on a branded ACH form and then you verify it um, with, the, with the bank by also having them include um, the uh, bank details on bank letterhead or you contact the bank directly. Um, another option is option four um, and that is that covers the U.S. routing number, the big SWIFT code and the IBAN and it's a company called Acuity. Now there may be other companies out there but this is the one that I have personally used in as a practitioner in the past and they have a product actually they have several products surrounding banking but the one that I've used in the past was Bankers Almanac Global Banking Resource. Now when I used it it was called TGBR and I don't know what that acronym stands for um, but 
but it was called TGBR and we had a license for one to use it. And we used it to validate US routing numbers, BIC and SWIFT codes. And you might think, well, why would you want to pay for that when, you know, Deborah, you just gave me three options where it's uh, uh, free or two options where it's free for the US routing um, routing number and the Bic and Swift codes. So why would you give me this paid option? Well, not only does it give you bank information on the current routing number, Bic codes and Swift codes, but it also has historical information that really comes in handy um, as banks merge and they acquire each other. So a great example is you have your vendor's bank information. It is stored in your vendor master file in your accounting system or ERP, or better yet, it is stored in a third party tool where the vendor itself is is updating that information but you've got that information stored let's say in your accounting system or ERP and it was valid when it was input right um, uh, two banks were were separate and you had uh, separate routing numbers for you know their ACHs and their wires and everything was valid however at some point after you onboarded the vendor those two banks merged and now they have a whole new routing number and it if your team hasn't updated it because they haven't grabbed the notice of changes that have been coming from the bank notifying you of a new routing number uh, or you want to uh, you're just doing that random check and they haven't uh, had a payment yet but the bank has merged this is how you'll find that information out so you're doing your master file cleanup you look at the routing number you notice that it's no longer valid and you identify the corrected um, routing number. And that is something that I would definitely update as part of the vendor master file cleanup. All right, so acuity.com, um, check that out. Another thing that they have in, uh, along with the um, uh, validation for the US routing number and the BIC and SWIFT code is they have a separate product that we did get as an add-on and that is IBAN uh, complete. And that validates the IBAN. Now at the time that I used it, and it's been a couple of years, but at the time I used it, there was not a way to validate validate the uh, vendor's account number that's uh, part of the IBAN. It was just no way to validate that. Um, but it looks like they may have an option to do that. Uh, they have something on their website indicating that they can and that the countries that's included in that validation is growing. So um, that might be worth checking out. And again, if you guys have any other free or paid resources to validate the vendor bank institution information, that I didn't list here, comment on the platform that you use to listen or send me an email at deborahdeborahrichardson.com and let me know and I'll get that out to everybody. All right, so the second part of this is to verify the vendor bank account ownership. That's the big thing everyone wants now is to make sure you verify that the vendor legal name matches the bank account owner name on the bank account number they gave you. And so that vendor bank account ownership is next. Now I have one, two, three, four 
third-party tools and as you can guess they're all paid tools but I do have one that is free and it's a pre-note um, and so the first um, the first one is a free one it's the pre-note and that functionality may exist in your accounting system or ERP the only thing about the pre-note is that not all banks will return the bank account holder name and when they don't return the bank account holder name well heck that just kind of defeated the purpose of the bank ownership uh, uh, exercise in in doing the pre-note uh, in doing the pre-note so if it doesn't return it then you don't have bank account ownership validation and so um, and in addition to that some uh, some ERPs uh, don't do pre-notes and I recognize pre-notes could be called something different in your ERP but it's whatever um, triggers a um, a uh, initial uh, file to the bank to verify that the payment will be successful. All right, so let's move on to the second part of this second part, which is the third party tools. And I do have four, they're all paid resources. And the first one, actually first and second one you've heard me talk about, um, the first one is early warning, and that is a database of bank account holder information for US banks. And you would use this vendor if your company has an account um, with one of the banks of their consortium. And I know there are six or seven banks like JP Morgan Chase, um, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, BB&T, and there's a couple more. So check with whomever has relationship with your bank and see if they uh, can give you access or an account with early warning. And uh, also another quick tip on that. So when I was a practitioner and we were looking into it, I, unbeknownst to me, but we already had a contract with early warning because the folks over in AR that were dealing with customer accounts were using their health uh, health uh, status uh, tool or product um, to verify the health status of the customer accounts. And so because of that, we were able to piggyback on their contract to get the uh, bank ownership validation. So make sure you check that out. And also, if you have a vendor self-registration portal, uh, Early Warning has an API that can work with your vendor self-registration portal and do validations within the portal. So check them out, verify whether or not you bank with one of their banks that's uh, included in this consortium and see if you can utilize early warning. Now, if you can't utilize early warning, then your next best bet is GAIAC. Uh, and GAIAC is a reseller of the early warning database. And GAIAC does offer additional services than early warning, at least as of the taping of this podcast episode. Um, and that can include OFAC checks, TIN, and address ownership, because I think LexisNexis is somehow involved in that as well. But they do have TIN and address ownership checks. And just like with early warning, um, they have an API. So if you have a vendor self-registration portal, that can be um, built in. And I guess using an API, maybe those can be built in or integrated with your accounting system or ERP if you don't have a vendor self-registration portal. So you might want to buddy up with your IT teams. I know they might be busy now.
but make sure you do what's required to get it on the projects list. If you're interested in integrating it with your vendor self-registration portal or your accounting system or ERP. The next one we're going to talk about is NSNOX. Now, NSNOX takes a different approach to bank account ownership than Early Warning or GIAC. Um, it's really a database tool where your vendor will log in and enter their banking and trigger a pre-note process to validate bank account ownership. Now, because other vendors have done this in the past, they may already be in the database. So all you you need to do at that point would just be to first search the database to see if your vendor is already there and then if not trigger them to register now unlike GIAC and early warning because of this pre-note approach to validating bank account ownership um, both U.S. and non-U.S. banks are included. So now you have a way to validate non-U.S. vendor banks. And the last one, which is authority, can also validate both U.S. and non-U.S. banks. And authority, it ends in an I. Uh, it has a similar approach to multi-factor authenticator apps to validate the sender using an app to generate a token. And they call this token the authority permission code smart pen. And what it's really doing is embedding user identity and transaction details in that smart pen. So when you receive an update for banking details and there is a code or pen that is attached to it, you can go into the tool and you can confirm that that code or pen has actually come from the vendor. So it does provide authentication of who's sending you that information. And I believe it can also include that updated information um, because uh, when I, we had a webinar uh, together back in April or May, I'll link to it in the show notes. And I believe they had a way at that time anyway to customize uh, the fields that were included in the tool. So if the fields that are included in the tool include banking or maybe even your vendor's address, then maybe when you log in to verify that code, you will see the updated information. And so you'll have authentication of the sender and then also um, authenticated data as well since it's included. But uh, again, for all of these, um, I do have links to each of the third party tools and all of the free free tools as well and so if you want more information definitely check them out and don't forget I'll be putting a link to this related blog post and the link for these companies will be in there as well also if I've done any webinars with them which I know I did one with authority um, I also did one with NS Knox and then I do have some other blog posts that are related to banking and authenticating the sender authenticating the data um, when you get the information in so I'll link to all of those within that blog post so just make sure you click on that and then you'll get to all of the links. 
So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 103rd episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.